Kia ora, I'm Alice Lyons, editor of Homestyle magazine. And in our ongoing collaboration with First Windows and Doors, I'm speaking with architect Liz Wallace. We're on site at a recent renovation project she designed in the seaside suburb of Eastbourne on the Te Whanganui Atara, Wellington Harbour. I'm here to find out how Liz set about modernising this 90s-built coastal home to respond to both the local environment and the demands of family life. So we've just arrived in Eastbourne on a beautiful sunny day and I'm here with architect Liz Wallace and homeowners Nikki and Andrew. Um, thanks for having us today at your place here right on the beachfront. Um, what a view. <laughs> Aren't we lucky? And um, so how long have you had the place for? Ten years, sound about right? Yeah, about ten. Yeah. About ten, yeah. Probably didn't look quite like this when you first bought it. Can you tell us about the property when you first found it? The view, I fell in love with the view <laughs> and I thought, the rest we can make work if we have the opportunity. But yeah, it was a very captivating panoramic view. And um, what was here before? Um, really the floor print is much the same. It hasn't really been pushed out. But the front on the seaward side, there was a lean-to with, with sliding windows and then wooden doors out to a small corner deck. So the front was really quite sort of closed in. Yeah, it was totally closed in and sort of came down, so you had a narrow slither of the view, and then there were sort of like wings on either side, so it blocked it. Yeah, what era would have been the original home? 90s. 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 Yeah. yeah. You know, so like I said, we're, we're right on the beachfront here at Eastbourne. What was the kind of jumping off point for the renovation? Interestingly. Strange one. <laughs> very strange one. Um, yeah, so when... Nikki and Andrew first came to me, they, they said, oh, we've just got this leak upstairs <laughs> in the deck upstairs, so we, we think we want to resolve it by, you know, t turning it into an ensuite. And that was it. That was their brief. And, um, and then... Expanded. It certainly and then, expanded. Yeah, the brief evolved since that time yeah. over quite a quite a quite a, a while and what sort of unfolded was um, you know Nikki and Andrew's kind of discontent with the way that the house um, didn't flow yeah, didn't flow <laughs> function. Didn't, didn't connect function. so and didn't connect to this beautiful location yeah so I think the sort of more underlying motivation for this project was these guys desire to really create connection yes so that that I think became the brief. Yes, you know, to it was all about creating connection, you know, yeah. connection between the spaces and connection to the to the location. So that was. And so, how was, did you how did you unravel that from we need an ensuite to <laughs> this whole yeah. thing needs to function? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was quite a um, iterative process to begin with, eh? So I think Nikki. Oh my goodness, yes. They were quite clear in their hearts about the kind of space that they would really thrive in. Yes. And so just we, my role was just kind of um, teasing that out. Yeah. And when you say, yeah, when you say iterative, did the actual renovation um, happen in that way as well or just in terms of like the design phase and then something, then the whole thing was yeah, one process no, of renovating? No, the design phase was like four years. Yeah. <laughs> 
don't say that we're fussy at all. Um, but the the Renault was like, yep, start, finish. Yeah. No, no. Do it all at once. Yeah. Not just there was we're no moving out. You know, okay. bits and pieces. Yeah. So yeah. so once they arrived at a scheme that they were happy with, it was all go, and you know the process was fairly um, efficient, really. Yeah. And so other than updating that bathroom what other kind of visions did you guys have for you know making this into somewhere you wanted to be uh well well, that was the thing if we were going to do it we wanted to be this wanted to be our retirement home or somewhere that we would it wouldn't be too big so if it's when the kids have left home we'd feel happy in the space but it accommodated a family a growing family of five and, and then a puppy and so, Liz, what details do you think were most important for improving the functionality of the home? Yeah, I agree with Nikki. The, the, the two um, moves of replacing that kind of um, the, the sunroom and the veranda that was really functioning to, to block the views, that and widening the central corridor, mm-hmm. were the, the key moves in resolving that feeling of disconnection. Yeah. So where I find now, which I really like, is wherever you are in the house, that um, Makaro Island is really present. Yes. And the, the harbour and... Um, yeah, and that's that's a function of widening that central. It sounds like a small move, but you know, making a generous central corridor that is actually centred on Makaro Island, yeah, really um, connects the the harbour to the hillside mm. because the 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 sort of um, heart of the home essentially is like the kitchen. The functioning of the the home is the kitchen, which is on the the hillside, and has that kind of um, hill aspect. But the um, the living space is obviously on the on the harbour side, so having that kind of like little narrow corridor between was a was a problem, mm. um, and it was you know you just didn't have that connection. So by widening that up, um, you know the family really feels connected. With connected, it. yeah, yeah. Between those two sort of principal spaces. I mean, even noticing that you know sort of entry from the side. Um, of the house and just getting that sort of slither view yeah in a way relates to that thing with the artwork you know there's a small moment that isn't fully revealed until you're actually in that living space which is quite lovely yeah it unfolds as you walk into it yeah and I think that's the other thing the widening the the central corridor did was it um, enabled us to organize the utility spaces around it better as well to kind of spill off that Yeah, yeah to spill off and you know that the hallway has become the gallery yes but then there's and we had um there was a little leftover space previously that nikki had her um office yeah. desk in but we converted that into that powder room yeah so it makes a um you know better use of that space and then we um put the office in where the old entry was so they used to come in oh here. right at that side of the house yeah, yeah that side of the house so so you come in more into the center of the house mm-hmm. now and then the office space is, is um a kind of annex off the off the main living space that has views and that you can close off yeah <laughs> so you step know step away from or hide out in <laughs> Yeah, that was the kind of nature of this job. It was just kind of like, you know, um, tweaking within the existing footprint. Yeah. And, and those 
small tweaks having quite a big impact yes on the on the functioning of the house well that's the thing when you have you know a busy family household you don't want to be open up all the time to everyone do you like it's nice to have those and the, this space works incredibly well even though it's um, we just shut it off and we can be in the office on phone calls or whatever that's going on and the kids can have their zone here yeah or you know in the kitchen they like hanging out there and then the pergola which was a, a on our wish list mm -hmm. and then we weren't going to do it and then we decided amazing space yeah, I can imagine you spend quite a bit of time out on that, um, well, I say backside, front side of the, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to think, but there's two fronts to this yeah. house really, isn't there? Yeah, yeah but that's a sheltered side from yeah. the railing northerly. Yeah, and being yes. able to just have all those doors open there and spilling out there must be quite lovely. And here at the front, the beach view, you know, you've got this sort of 180 degree outlook over the beach where you've utilised first windows and doors joinery to wrap around that living space. What were some of the key considerations with capturing that view and connecting to the environment? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously that was one of the major drivers of the project. Yes. Because it's such a stunning location. Um, we wanted to create the um, this feeling of lightness by bringing the doors and the windows right up to the ceiling height. Because the existing sunroom had this kind of lean-to roof that was blocking most of the view and the sky from the living room, we um, lifted up the roof line and the doors and windows right to the ceiling and removed those wing walls yes. at the side. Yeah. So that it we could extend the living room and it just felt like one space. Yeah. Which I think was really um, important to you know integrate that living room and connect it with the view. And then um, with the adjacent windows, there were existing little windows around the side, but we replaced them and took those right up to the ceiling. Yes. And that's how we achieved that 180, you know, wraparound yes. feeling there. Because, I think that was... Because at the front, is it a stack of sliding door? Yeah, so there's just a... just fixed windows, is it? Yeah, yeah. so basically there's a, a triple, a, like a multi-slider door that yes. you pull back. And um, one of the important parts of the um, composition from the exterior was to keep that roof line of that um, at that extension really fine. Yes. So in order to do that, um, we had to keep the lintel above um, quite shallow. Yeah. So we offset the post to the interior, sort oh, of technical right. detail. But no, by it's good, good to get into the nitty-gritty. <laughs> offsetting that post to the interior meant that we kept the the steel beam fine mm. and we located that post um, in front of the mullion of the stack of doors so that the doors could continue as one unit past it. Yes. So it, that sort of achieved two things of like not obstructing, further obstructing the view because mm -hmm. if we just put a beam in there and in, in the wall, then the wall gets quite thick because yes. of what you need. Yeah. Um, so we offset it to the interior and then continued that, that door so there was no further obstruction to the view. So fine, you know, fine profile and yes. no and maximum view. Yeah. Um, so that was quite an important part of that, um, the detail of that design. Mm. And then the other aspect was 
obviously the wind. Yes. And so we couldn't rely on the doors, that the beautiful, you know, stacking doors for the for ventilation. Ventilation. Yeah. yeah. So um, by putting a transom above the door height, we could um, install the motorized awning. Uh, windows above. Oh, neat. So they they work in just sort of drip feeding the the um, ventilation, yes. so that you can use them when it's windy. Windy. <laughs> and also the other thing that does nicely is it really um, I think it really emphasises the the horizontal aspect of that outlook. Yeah, I sort think of, so too. And and at the same time, it um, keeps the doors in in the kind of scale of. Human scale. Yeah, well, the scale well, of the existing house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have been easy just to like, pop them up. up to the ceiling yeah. and big blah, blah, blah. But I feel like that kind of design was sort of works better with frames this it. house. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, frames it, emphasizes the horizontal, keeps it within the scale. Yes. Yeah, I think, I think that. It works effectively. Yeah. And then the other windows, they are, are they just fixed? Are they fixed windows? Yeah, the bottom one. So we couldn't do standard casements here like this. No. Because, you know, the wind, it just wouldn't work. Yeah. With the wind. Um, so they're all fixed and they, they have um, their awning windows above them as well. Yes. Um, upstairs from the ensuite, we've got, we did a similar kind of um, detail with the roof line. Mm -hmm. We put, we um, installed a, uh, kind of like an eyebrow detail above the windows, windows. up there. Yes, that that kind of reflects that that sort of flat roof pavilion style. Yeah, because we we were battling with the nineties. Yes, with the gables and the gables, yeah. and and these guys have got quite a con modern um, aesthetic. So we had to you know bring that kind of contemporary flavour and and deal with that. 90s <laughs> and pitch <laughs> and so compositionally it was a bit of a juggle but yes. we felt like that that pavilion um, flat roof pavilion down for the the extension here with the eyebrow that wrapped around the ensuite and um, bedroom windows you know really helped add that um add the kind of modern aesthetic modern aesthetic yeah yeah, yeah. and then um with the suspended fireplace um, chimney it kind of um, anchors that elevation yes um, that was another um, key thing about this making this living space work that that was um, Andrew's fantastic idea yes <laughs> was to because they did have the fireplace on the the north on this wall oh right so by um, putting installing that, that yeah. fireplace there I mean it's it's not just a, a gimmick. It's no. actually functioning Fun yeah. perfectly for that yes. space. Because it enabled them to, you know, completely... Orientate the room yeah, that way. Orient the room mm, that yeah, way, which is... struggle before. Yeah, they kept kind of like... You want to look at the fire, but really you want to look at the view. How do you get both? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good solution. That's a great solution. Yeah. <laughs> so coming back to that ensuite. Yeah. You know, that was the... Yes. Kickoff point. What else? <laughs> how? Yeah. What? How did you resolve that? I mean, there's a bath there that looks like it has the most spectacular view. My, my I should have. That was place. the one thing I didn't my come and look up at before. So. <laughs> I, would, I would have to go up and have a look. But yeah. Um, yeah. The, 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 so that was a deck. Yes. And of course, ne no one ever went out there. Yeah. It, it, was, a, it was deck from the bedroom. Yeah. And. Um, 
it was actually the perfect dimension for an ensuite. So, you know, really good idea um, to resolve a leak is to put yeah. an ensuite. <laughs> so, expensive folks. Yeah, expensive. Very. Wasn't expensive folks, yes. <laughs> So we just carried on the roof line of the, there was an um, existing roof line that naturally sort of came over the um, deck to, to create the ensuite. And then, um, as I say, yeah, wrap the window around with the eyebrow above. So the window um, goes down to the bath mm-hmm. height. So that the ba- installing the bath at the end with the the window facing the view, um, you can sit and obviously sit in the bath and look at the amazing view. Yes. Um, yeah. So and then that that window links into the the sliding window that's um, at the end of the bed of, of the bedroom. So, yeah, so we sort of wrapped that around it. From the exterior, the composition made sense, as yeah. well as it functioning well for the ensuite. Yeah. yeah. Because did you actually update the exterior cladding here too? We just, we were kind of driven by the existing house. So it was already cedar stained, so we just extended that. Yes. And we added a little pop of colour where we could, you know, between the, the windows of the upstairs extension. Mm-hmm. Um, but effectively it's... Same, same. Same, yeah. same, yeah. yeah. But I think your use of colour, you know, I mean, in the interior as well, helps it feel... Fresh. Fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It does, yeah. Like it's nice to have these moments like here in this sort of media room, which is quite cocooning, you know, sort of a deep navy, well... Mm-hmm see blue green you know having these moments to recede when you do have something like a hero view like this can be quite nurturing as well can't it yeah well it's quite light and bright so not as practical for watching television yeah (laughs) (laughs) so there's a functionality to this dark nesty room as well yeah Mm -hmm. and it's cool always cool Yeah. yeah and um you know, on a public site like this, you sort of briefly mentioned earlier, you know, what other ways do you sort of aim to sort of tackle that, you know, creating moments of retreat away from the... Yeah. We've done that with a bit with the landscaping and the planting at the front. So it's sort of the promenade is a bit below, so yeah. you can't necessarily see. Mm. And so you've really just sort of focused on like a native palette mostly here? Native at the back side yeah. where the bushes on yes. the hills yeah. and then it's sort of coastal low maintenance at the yeah. front. Yeah. So the landscaping and the timber that we used was recycled off the Days Bay Wharf. Oh, right. For the decking and the... Yeah. it, yeah. 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 Oh, so we got that from Grant's Scaife up in uh, Mangahau Valley and up out. Yes. And then boulders at the front we got... Oh, yeah. That was such a... From Kaluchi Larry down in Ophira Bay, oh, which right. had come out of Naronga Gorge. Yes. So we went oh, up to the back oh, of his place and picked rocks. And so it was very dynamic. Selected. With Liz and Mark, it was quite organic. Yes. We yeah. just cobbled it together. Well, cobbled together. Well, I have to say, it looks pretty seamless out there. <laughs> yeah, one of my main sort of um, things was to not put a balustrade at the end of the deck. Yes. <laughs> which is controversial. Well, we didn't want the glass. No. Um, 
so yes so there is a bit of you'll notice that's why you know when you're out there it feels like you're on a wharf yes because there's a bit of a drop Mm. (laughs) but there's a 999 millimeter drop (laughs) (laughs) to the next tier down to the next tier down (laughs) exactly so we didn't need a balustrade and as a family how do you find you occupy the space it's quite good. We can spread out. We don't necessarily know everyone's here. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Could spend more time in their bedrooms now. Yeah. yeah. Than when they were younger. So it doesn't ever feel like we're really on top of one another. Yeah. yeah. Three teenagers, is it? Yeah. 11, 12 and 15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And where do you spend, where do you enjoy spending your time? You know, what do you like, how do you like to start and finish your days here? Uh, it's quite nice to start before everyone's up in the front room for a little bit of peace and sanity. And then the busyness is in the kitchen and uh, the day starts. And yeah, if uh, we like to sort of take a break when we can with a coffee or a drink out on the front deck when weather permits. And Andrew loves uh, lighting a great fire. So. Awesome. Does that sound right? <laughs> the backfire. Um, yeah, so the kids, as they're getting older, they like to have their friends hanging out. Feels a little bit removed from the house and yes. they feel a bit grown up out yeah. there by themselves. Yeah, <laughs> Which is gorgeous. And with the Wellington, it's such a dramatic you know, environment. Mm. It's very coastal here. And, you know, there's always clouds or winds or movement. Yes. It's not a sedate. It's not a environment. stationary. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's always something to look at. Yeah. Oh my god. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's a southerly coming through and catching that, or the boats going by, yeah. fishing, getting off fishing. Yeah. And what are you most pleased with on the completion? Like, what do you enjoy about living here now? Everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. It just sort of. Yeah. No. I'm pleased we took our time yes. with the design process. Yeah. And I feel like uh, there was a lot of thought, a lot of questions. Um, but, you know, I don't think there's anything I'd change. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty impressive. That's rewarding, isn't it? <laughs> it's really right. rewarding, mm. yeah. Nikki Bigger designer, she was quite, not fussy, but um, <laughs> specific. And luckily Liz and... Nikki have a good relationship and but Liz was also very much able to say no yeah mad <laughs> to certain ideas and then there was a you know medium ground yeah I, I didn't in terms take of how we um no how we work together some good yeah. discourse no no yeah it, it was brilliant I'd eyed up Liz for a while actually because we shared an office yes and so in the background I was listening to her in her meetings and I was watching her work and I was like one day we will work with Liz. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, so it's pretty cool Yeah, that it's happened. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, thanks for sharing the, the journey with us. Great to get your perspectives on working together to bring this renovation to life. Thank you. Thanks, Alice. Thanks for joining us today. For the visual tour of this renovation by architect Liz Wallace, head over to firstwindows.co.nz.